0: Welcome, everyone, to the podcast for uh, Tuesday, March 26th, springtime, (laughs) flowers, 2019. (laughs) Pat's in a place this morning. That's Ian Ferguson. I'm right here. I'm Pat Contry. Boy, do we have a podcast for you this week. Sure do. Ian, what are we talking about? Oh,
1: we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to talk about perhaps two different (laughs) Switch models coming this year. Apple Arcade, an all-digital Xbox One console, Uh, GameStop News, Zack Snyder make it back into the Oh podcast. yeah, Zack Snyder's made it back in uh, and we'll uh, do a little Q&A here. We've got a Patreon poll and a scumbag
0: seller. Yeah, of the week 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 week. 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 Um do you like Springtime Ian? I do. I do. It's nice. Love is in the air. Do some cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> what else is so I prefer spring? fall. Uh, yes fall is the best but not in San Diego there's no fall here. right but, uh, but uh, back uh, east a
1: good fall lets you know that it's time to sit down for the
0: winter I'm put... gonna plant an oak tree up front just so I can get leaves in the, there in you the fall. go I'm gonna do that <laughs> But spring... wait 80 years
1: spring is nice except for like when spring wants me to be more active than I wanna be <laughs> when when the season tells you directly yeah hey be
0: more active be more active get out of the house go to the zoo I do go to the zoo a lot why don't we go to the zoo together Ian I don't know
1: we don't do a lot of we things you together. Hold hands, so you <laughs> we watch the pants. lepers. So, you
0: know, we, don't, we don't hang it out. It really
1: depends on how, how into the Tasmanian Devils
0: you are. I like the Tasmanian Devils. I'm kind of annoyed... um uh, the the fact that they don't have a um, are those little little fat guys from from Australia they don't have any more wombats they don't have the wombats anymore I know. They, they moved them what happened uh, to the I don't wombats? see any wombats
1: hey sometimes they they come and go these animals the wombats are
0: great these animals aren't prisoners I like the copybara's I like the wombats I like these guys that are smart and round and rotund that's that's my creature I like did you hear that unfortunately the pandas are going to
1: be sent back to
0: China in April. No, I did not hear that. They've been here forever. They have on been, loan?
1: but they were talking. I, I remember once uh, about a year ago, they they started talking about how they are on loan from China, and at some point, you know, depending, you know, they have to keep like renegotiating it every year. And
0: breeding and stuff, we bred them here. There's a baby once.
1: And uh, from what I heard, while zoology and this sort of like this field, uh, you know, politics don't get into it very much. I, sure. I think I've heard that uh, politics maybe. Having really
0: a slight, yeah. We, we went after that female uh, business mogul. We're going after her. Maybe they're pissed about that still. I don't Trying know. To, tariffs, fucking a, yeah. Tariffs are going to affect my zoo. Tariffs are so fucking dumb. Now they're going to affect my zoo. So that—that's what I heard. I mean, on the other hand, Son at some point bitch.
1: these pandas probably had to go they're back. Homes, but they're I, homesick. I don't think. I don't think the Maybe zoo was looking. I mean, the zoo's had really good success with the pandas. Yes, they bred them.
0: So I get really annoyed in. Um, it's usually when I, when I meet a new potential lady friend. and I bring up how much I love the zoo, this is how I know it's not going to go well. When they say, oh, they just keep them in cages. And they're to, I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Do you know what the zoo actually does? The zoo keeps species alive.
1: Wow. <laughs> See, the thing is, is like, okay, so that sort of knee-jerk Me- mind- reaction, that mindset... If you go it's to a place insane. like the Buffalo Zoo, now maybe the Buffalo Zoo has improved, but I doubt it. Okay. But if you go to a place like the Buffalo Zoo or some fucking rinky-dink zoo in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, sure. <laughs> Des Moines those, Zoo?
0: Those can get pretty fucking depressing, but the San Diego Zoo? The San Diego Zoo is a nonprofit that is one of the biggest, best zoos in the world. It's
1: often, it, it, uh, It's always in the top three zoos in the world.
0: They literally brought species back from extinction. There was like five California condors left in like the late 80s. Yeah. There was, like, like a family of them left. Now they're back in the wild. Without the zoo doing these conservation... And people giving a shitload of money. Like, they run on not just people going to the zoo, but they run on donations. Yeah, and people... So Conrad Yes, yes I'm sorry, Batman
1: has donated a lot of money, Mr. Yes. Conrad. So it's preface. like, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. These animals, first of all, the penguins don't know where they are. They're having a gra- the great, penguins, old time. Yeah, they, they don't. They have a shit. huge area to swim, <laughs> hang out. They're not going to get eaten by any any seals or anything. Walruses, or, or, or walruses, they they're fine. So don't worry about them. They're okay. Yeah. worry about the animals if, you, if you're concerned that zoos are bad are, do you, what do you care about the animals getting hacked and killed in Africa like do you care about that because this is helping t- to counter that yeah making sure that, that like the uh, the northern white rhino still exists because we're because we're, we're, we're down t- to like two of them okay two, and we don't have a male and a female we're down to two of them we're trying
1: to pull some genetic we're trying stuff. to
0: do some like Jurassic park stuff to save literally save a species right now. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get off my soapbox, but I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna bring um, up the
1: Tasmanian devils again. Okay, and uh, they in are the past, trouble too. In the past, like fifteen, twenty years, a highly contagious form of facial cancer is killing the Tasmanian devils because it's wildly contagious in Australia. But you know what? You know what Tasmanian devils are happy. Can tell you which Tasmanian devils are which happy right now. The, McLovin, McLovin's happy. That's, That's his name. Zoo. McLovin is happy at the San Diego. Zoo. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know it was McLovin. Uh, one of them's name is McLovin. Uh, but,
0: I don't know the, the the other one's name. Yeah, yeah all I know is that you don't want me to become a billionaire because I'll just hire mercenary groups to hunt down poachers and kill them in Africa. Well, if I be, I will go on record and say that right now. <laughs> if I became a billionaire, I will do that. I, I'll do the other end.
1: I mean, normally uh, I would be the one doing the contract killing. I think, but. Um, no, if I become a billionaire... The, all of San Diego is going to be a fucking zoo. <laughs> You're just going to open Just going to be like,
0: here's the money. Just... <laughs> oh, you expand yeah, them out. Yeah. Die down, downtown becomes a zoo. <laughs> yeah, downtown becomes a zoo. No, but, but that was actually a plot of a Google 13 one. Oh, the really? was going to translate where... Uh, A bunch of poachers just gunned down like from helicopters. This probably has happened before, by the way. A lot of these stories can go through. Came from like some real life thing. They gunned down the elephants with machine guns from helicopters, and they take the tusks because they're fucking pieces of shit animals. Yes, and so are the animals that think that like tusks have magical abilities or or shit. In areas of the world that help, help this bullshit thrive. So they hired Google 13, uh, kill these poachers. And it's a beautiful issue because he concocts this, <laughs> this very um, detailed plan, luring them out and killing every single one of them. Nice. God, it was, it was such a heartwarming tale. That
1: seems, that's what that I would if,
0: really like. If I adapted Google 13, that's my other, if I'm a billionaire, there's going to be a whole series of Google 13. It'll be on Netflix or Hulu because uh, it'll be nice hour stories. That will be one of the adapted tales. That will be a heartwarming tale. Of like, oh, this killer just just did, did did humanity a favor. Another thing I would do if I was
1: a billionaire is I would seed clouds with skittles like those commercials. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Ian. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, would you plant soft serve ice cream in the earth so we can, <laughs> we can find it like it's oil? Would you also do that? To, yeah. To make the world a better yeah. place? Uh, so apparently in this intro we're supposed to be talking about the Polymega
1: GDC. <laughs> well, we don't have it. to.
0: But uh, well, people will probably think it's strange if we don't address being that We wrote up Polymega's little spat with Analog uh, a week or so ago. But uh, Polymega was at GDC. I, I know we can talk about, we're, we're about other things that happened in GDC, but Polymega uh, showed off, I guess, a prototype of their console and they showed off their Sega Saturn emulation. Right. Which, which they touted, what uh, was it, in the fall, but in the fall, there was some shenanigans that people thought was going on where they were right. showing gameplay from some other emulator, right. software emulator. So they showed off, I, I, I believe it was somewhat smooth gameplay for, for some games. And they uh,
1: loaded up Power Drift. Um, uh, that was the video that I think was the big one. I don't know if there was more videos. Um it's good. It means your product's doing what you said well, your product was going to do.
0: Well, it's it's running an emulator. Yeah. It's not hardware based. No. It, know, it's,
1: it's still it's, it's still, still the emulator. same issue. It's still an emulator. And I, from my,
0: from what from my from what I've seen it's the existing uh, Mendefen emulator that I think they had the person write it specifically for the uh for the um uh, uh PolyMega. Gotcha. Which would make sense. Yeah. I tweak it to maybe take advantage of some of the hardware specs, you know.
1: I understand emulators to a degree when it comes to disc-based systems. I do. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know how that's supposed to be a big gotcha. When, it's not a gotcha. When, it's, they, it's, when, the, when they told us that that's what it was going to be doing. I, 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 a, I don't it's know.
0: It's a proof of concept of your console. Sure. I which just, is good. It's good for the, for the tons of people that have ordered it. Yes. That this is closer to coming out. Absolutely. But they've also pushed it back now, I think, further, the release date. And they're going to take more pre-orders, I believe, in May. That was the that was the news, or, or they're going to take more pre-orders, ramp up again, and then it's going to come out, I believe, later in the year. Right, that's the plan. So, good, I guess. I don't. I mean, they had. Uh, I mean, it's
1: fine. I just I don't know if they were expecting pats on the back. You don't. know you don't. You, no, don't, I you don't, don't get praise for stuff that you said you were going to do.
0: That you've taken money for. Right? Yeah. No, it's just like okay, show us what you got. That we already paid for potentially. Right. We've been following the project for a few years now, but I wish. Them, look, I don't want this to fail because no. people have money into this, and it will come out. I just to what degree. I I, I will say this: there's still, there is a need for a, a a a way to play disc games on an emulator easily. Oh yes, there is a way. There is a there is a market for that, and so I'm totally down for that solution. If that's if that's the only thing that came out, I would be thrilled. See, that's the I, I the think modules what been... is what. I think the, the, the plot gets lost in the modules. That's where, to me, I'm like, I don't see the point, especially since there's so many other ways to play all these other consoles now, you know, year after year. That,
1: that are going to pr- do it in the same way.
0: but it, Or do it, it better if it's an FPGA. Oh, yeah.
1: Right, exactly. The I think we did talk about this once before because I said if it was just like a Saturn or just like a disc-based console emulator. Well,
0: that's the base, so that makes sense to me. So, like I said, I'd, I'd be down for that, Absolutely since there's not going to be probably a Sega Saturn at PGA in the future. Like that's no, like you, you would hold that hope, but you know, but I hate to say that their
1: attitude really has kind of turned me off.
0: Yeah. Which, but that's a whole other issue. And again, that's a shame, you know? Yeah. I mean, we we're, got, we're I, probably won't get our, our free review copy of this. I'm not doing <laughs> a good. En-
1: <laughs> oh no. Um I'm not doing a good enough job here, but I, I guess the thing is you got to separate the product from the people. I think that the, the art from the artist, I, guess, I think the company and the way they've handled it is awful. Um, I don't like the uh, switch back to, you know, emulation for the
0: modules. The disc-based stuff,
1: though, the disc-based stuff is pretty cool.
0: One other thing about the PolyMega being showed off at GDC was that, according to this Nintendo Life article, a particular interest to Nintendo fans is that the included SNES emulator will come with expansion chip support for SA1, Super FX, CX4, with DSP 1-2 and S-DD1 being implemented at the moment. So as far as I know, these are all the chips, you know, the, the add-on chips for for stuff, you know, like like uh, Star Fox and and Doom, and I think like uh, what, Street Street Fighter uh, Alpha yeah. has a chip in it, and then you have like Top Gear 3000 has the that's one that has the Jesus I forget that has the one, one only has one of the chips in it. But as far as I know, the emulators can play these games correctly. Yes. So what you're really saying is the emulator that we're using that we got licensed that exists already in the computer world onto our box emulation box is also doing what it's supposed to be doing right my reading that right yes what is what is the difference with this i have no idea uh i don't see what the advantage would be obviously obviously it's on your tv but i mean like what they're not touting anything that doesn't i think exist you're saying yes
1: the advantage is obviously okay great on this console i don't have to worry about certain games not playing like you know certain older noac you know uh uh, clone consoles, but I don't know. It seems to be
0: unless I'm missing an emulator. That doesn't do some of this stuff already, but I, I think even like these. I think are, even these the
1: are Retron. This, did all this just fine.
0: These are supported even on flash cards at this point. Well, just about every chip is supported. Just on, about on, on the, the
1: SD2SNES, just about everything
0: is supported. Sure. So, so we're still we're still in that same ballpark there. So, okay. So again, I hope this comes out. I hope it does well, and um, I hope people get their console. And I'll look into the disc system. I will. I will. All right, Ian Patrick. So another uh, b- big news coming out, not necessarily associated with uh, GDC, but uh, we've we've heard the rumblings of Nintendo having a new Switch console coming out uh, this year. We, we've heard that for like almost a year now that that was a possibility. And, w- and it's not a, a shock just because if you consider this a handheld, Nintendo always puts out iterations of their handheld. But now we're getting the news that there could be two, two new Switch consoles. And it actually makes
1: the most sense I think um, you know based on what we've talked about in the past Mm -hmm. so what they're looking to do is they would make a smaller cheaper portable model which Mm -hmm. is something we've talked about we all thought that perhaps well you and I did at least we've discussed how that would make sense that would kind of fill the hole in their portable portable market Um, and that would probably sell well especially if everything is one piece it'd be able to sell for cheaper um, but then they are saying – because I think that's where the, the rumors kind of left off the last time we talked about this earlier in the year was that it might be a smaller one. Sure. Now we're looking at one where it is also potentially another one that would be more powerful, a little bit more the, juice under the hood. The like Super P- Switch. Yeah, like a PS4 Pro or um, an Xbox One X or something like that. Uh, not, not that not and that level, that but yes. that's those sorts of incremental upgrades that aren't going to make it a uh, brand new system, but will make it run better.
0: Uh, this was originally uh, uh, broke from the Wall Street Journal. You know how they hate all YouTubers, Wall Street Journal? Well, they broke their story. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, the Wall Street Journal sources are parts suppliers with access to a prototype. All right, they got this. They got the skinny out yeah. in China somewhere. Uh those folks claim the antenna will also eliminate the little-used HD rumble controller function and other features in order to cut costs. So when you think about what you can cut costs, you think about that. that like, there's a lot of lot of tech gadgets and doohickeys inside those Joy-Cons. Yeah. You can get rid of that. The other big thing is when you think about uh, the HD dock, that's a $70 item on its own. So once you take that those parts out of the package, you're looking at savings. You're getting nearer to $100 right there. That you can cut out of a price, yeah, right if you, there. If you release a uh, like a portable,
1: smaller model with you know, a, with everything just kind of one piece, sure. Um, or hell, you can even make it still dockable, but you don't need to include well, the dock. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what exactly where I was going to go was you don't include the dock because that's not really the person who's buying its main focus. And if they want a dock later, they can buy it, or
0: they already dock. own one from the original. So you don't need two sure. docks. No, no, very little people are going to use two different docks. I'm just wondering if the
1: the dimensions would.
0: Sure. Add up. But yeah. Well, it, well, it just slides in. Sure. As long as you line up uh you line up the with the power in the video. Yeah, you're right. You're good, right? Yeah. Um, so so that makes sense. I think what our people are are I guess more surprised about is what this this higher end one's gonna be. You know, what how how is this gonna work? Is this gonna be is this gonna I don't think it's gonna make the other ones obsolete, but this opens up the door to better ports, to, to better AAA titles. Because they they're talking about between right now. And when they probably just about finalize the specs, you're talking about close to like two and a half years, probably, of finalizing the specs.
1: Well, I never really paid much attention to it because um, I, I didn't. I don't have a need for one, but I believe games for the PS4. There are games for the PS4 Pro and possibly for the Xbox One X that when you play them on those systems, they enhance them. So I'm wondering if we would be able to get something similar to that on the better frame rate because it's more yeah, power.
0: Exactly. So something like Doom, if it's locked on like 30 frames, maybe it gets to 45. You know, maybe it can it can get get up. Maybe a little it more. gets
1: a bump in textures or something like that.
0: But but I'm guessing what the question is now. Developers will will this be enough? I guess you would have to see. I mean, it's not going to be probably still be as powerful as a PS4. No. Uh, a hyped up switch. No. It'll get it's get closer. Maybe it's like right uh, you know a tick below that, but. Sure. You know. The
1: thing is, though, is you're not really going to see that taken advantage of because Nintendo is very good about not splitting their 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 player bases. Sure. So I don't think that even if we had that kind of power in there, I don't think it's anything you're really going to see. Like what I'm getting, I think like much like the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X, I think what we'll see are games that definitely get like a frame rate bump or a texture um, upgrade or something like that from the more powerful system. But I don't think we're going to see the overall graphics as a whole. Uh, you know, make a huge jump.
0: So this is inter- an interesting, uh, we're looking at Engadget's uh, s- summarizing of the Wall Street Journal article because you need to subscribe to, to read the Wall Street Journal article. I should have just screenshot it because I got in. We can get a few freebies. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the, the cheaper Switch version was originally rumored to be a strictly handheld device without the plas- oh, plastic well, documentation on the current Switch. Without revealing any details, suppliers told the Wall Street Journal that that might not be quite be accurate. You would be wrong, this is in quotes, be, you would be wrong to think the enhanced version is similar to what Sony did with PS4 Pro and the other is just a cheap alternative that looks very similar to some past handheld machines, say Sony's PlayStation Vita, said a person who used both devices. We could find out as early as this summer. So we we'll, we'll, We shall see. This could be, if they decide, I'll, I'll be shocked if they put out one of these and, and they both, excuse me, I'll be shocked if they put out both of these and they both include the dock still. I'll be shocked.
1: Oh, one of these uh, is... I, I would at e- least have an option where you can't have Yeah, it. I would... I guess, exactly. Because that's going to be the easiest way to cut the cost.
0: Absolutely. Uh, get good. that huge piece out of there. Um, what do you think about... If you remove the, the rumble from the, gyros, excuse me, from the Joy-Cons, are you really losing that much overall?
1: No, you're not. I've always found that when you lose rumble, you notice it at first, but then you get you over it. Um, I like the HD rumble, but it's only been used to good effect in a few games you know a lot of games don't make use of it so
0: it's like it's like the 3d and the 3ds it's like they got rid of it for the 2ds they really didn't lose right because very few games really required it so all right so they've 32 million switches sold so far wow in uh what has it been two years almost two years yeah holy shit no it has been two years i think we passed it already it was march yeah uh, two years ago wow okay we're getting to past prediction numbers. We're getting close. We're gonna probably blow by it. Uh there. What okay. Was, what was your prediction? I think it was like thirty five to forty million. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get past that. Maybe not get to fifty, but we're gonna go past that. I sure so um what was your prediction, Ian? What did you think? I was thinking 35, thirty five, thirty, okay. yeah. Same ballpark. I mean, I want more than that, but I was oh, yeah, just, yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking what just I hedging was, my best. I thought what was reasonable based upon the three D S sales. Based upon the the Switch, excuse me, the the Wii U sales and the Wii sales, I thought somewhere in between all that magic, there was a, a number around thirty five to forty. That's what I thought. So anyway, all right, we'll we'll see what happens with, uh, with more announcements here. Um, we'll and we'll see how how gimpy the the the, the new small Switch is if it, you know. Probably, maybe yeah, maybe it, it could fit in your pocket. Maybe it's like a micro a micro Game Boy. It is. <laughs> that picture would be pretty
1: clear looking to see that resolution squashed down. You like that? It'd be neat. That's
0: that's how that's how you play your Splatoon two on? You would be fine.
1: With that. Uh, dude, I just play Mario fucking tennis. Oh, I play okay. so much Mario tennis, it's ridiculous. Okay. Such a good game.
0: We got a new arcade opening, Ian. Oh good. You want, have your parents drop you down in the station wagon after, you know, after going to bowling. Leave me off at the old Apple <laughs> Arcade.
1: So the Apple Arcade is going to be it's a, it's a streaming service that Apple's doing another gaming streaming service. Announced at GDC. Announced at GDC. Was uh, it?
0: No, their own event. Uh, no, no, their There's own their own Apple event. Apple, yeah, event. Sorry, Apple, Apple doesn't event. need GDC. Apple always
1: does their own events. We don't need it. Uh, Apple introduces <laughs> Apple Arcade, a subscription gaming service for mobile, desktop, and living room so everywhere so basically <laughs> what this is going to give you is for a subscription fee a month you're going to get curated select apple games for free um oh with a su- subscription with the subscription yeah. yeah um they are touting that there will be uh 100 uh exclusive games um on apple tv uh, when it launches,
0: meaning I guess like truly, when games you can't get anywhere else. Curated, the games are curated by experts. Updated monthly. Will include original releases from renowned creators Hironobu, Sagaguchi, Ken Wong, Will Wright, and more.
1: Yeah, if you look at this, so um, Hironobu, Sagaguchi, that would be Mistwalker. There's a there's a um, yeah, there's a display here of like the people who have joined on. So we've got some fairly big names in indie and And mainstream, we've got Way Forward, Skybound, which is the um, the video game arm of Image Comics, so uh, Walking Dead and stuff like that. Um, Sumo Digital, it looks like Choice Provisions, Cartoon Network, uh, Disney, Sega, Devolver Digital. So there's a lot of lot of people on board for this. A lot of a lot of publishers that, I mean, frankly, put out some pretty good stuff.
0: I'm still not sold on streaming. No ads, no ad tracking, no additional purchases. Available. This is the big news. They actually took a kind of a swipe at the Google uh, Stadia. They said games available oh, we'll to play, play with, offline. Yep,
1: without a without a uh, without an internet connection, you can still play the games that you've downloaded, which is so huge. that's
0: a biggie. That, that means that the streaming isn't as necessary then at that point. If you can download them and play right. them on device. Family sharing that's good all household members can play for a single subscription cost um and then it works like yeah ipad iphone mac apple tv um yeah streaming devices uh push they're pushing for indies i'm just reading this some of the things you said uh sega uh include games such as sonic the hedgehog beneath the still sky where cards fall they promise games from sega Cartoon, Cartoon network Miss walker uh snowman konami lego many more giant squid they're also going to be contributing to the, the dev costs of games, so they're actually like going to help publish these games. That's interesting. Yeah, so they are
1: going all in here. The, the, they're basically looking for the companies that they
0: want to pay the games for. Uh, they're, this is, they're going to act like a Netflix, like they're going to pay for the content.
1: This could be hard for... I mean, I've been reading some rumblings, and I agree that this could be difficult. This could make it difficult for... Um, smaller, unknown developers to uh, make a splash on the App Store, though. Uh, Because if you're smaller and unknown, Apple's not going to go looking for you to make your game. And if you get this arcade service and it takes off, people are going to be browsing through the pay-to-play games a lot less. So, basically, I mean, it's... Nintendo is picking essentially who you get to see and who you don't get to see at this point. And I feel like that's going to be disastrous Nintendo? for some. Or not Nintendo, Apple. Okay. And I feel like that's going to be disastrous for some indie devs.
0: Sure, because if people are paying, and we don't know what this is going to cost. Right. So if people are saying to themselves, well, I'm, I'm paying, we'll say, 20 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month or 30. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna pay five bucks for a, a game. I'm just gonna see what's what's in my yeah, what's What's you, in my library? Nine times out
1: of ten, you're only gonna. You know, the average person isn't gonna seek that out. They're just gonna play what Apple throws at them. And if Apple makes this cheap enough a month, which I wouldn't be surprised if they did.
0: I don't know how cheap they can make this. That they're going to be paying out to develop some of these games.
1: Well, we'll see. Um, but I think if you've got it at fifteen to twenty a month, I feel like that
0: is. Well, th- that will really hurt. This is their this is their gambit. Their gambit is that well, there's like a billion people that have a smartphone at this point. It's like a, a chunk of the world has a smartphone. So they're thinking, well, if we get most of them to sign up, you know, that's a ton of money for us. Sure, but I don't know if that's the way this this stuff plays out. It's you're, you're casting a very wide net at people that may not be into it. Maybe they like buying their little apps. Maybe they have maybe you have some loyalty to the to the small developers. When you go in the App Store, you see what's popular. Yeah. yeah well, what did I say? Uh, bubble Cat Soup? You want to play Bubble Cat? By the way, someone told me there was a Bubble Cat game that exists. It's like a, I think it's like a, 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 I think it's like a bust a move clone with cats or something. Anyway. So <laughs> I was just making a joke, sure Bubble Cat Soup. Anyway. So um, this to me is interesting. I think this is actually more interesting if you're someone on the go a lot versus I don't see a lot of people playing this on a TV at home. I think this is like if I'm traveling a lot. Um, or I just want a whole library, or maybe I'm too lazy to see what's in the app stores. Probably. May I wa- maybe I want to be curated. Maybe, maybe I don't want, want to buy gar- garbage.
1: I don't think this is as bad of an idea as Stadia, by any You like means. this better. Because
0: well, once, games- once
1: you eliminate the need for an internet connection... It's it's fine, you're not... Just, well, it, it's, it's a lot easier
0: also to have the technology for a, a mobile-type game versus a A AAA game with, with, with our internet connection.
1: And while I don't play a lot of mobile games, my mobile game playing exists of Scrabble. Um... You don't need need a a, a, a,
0: a T1 line to stream Scrapple. But,
1: I mean, there are a lot of people... So, I'm just saying, like, I have no issue with mobile games. I just don't play a ton of them. Um, But lots of people do. You know, I mean, that's a market that we oftentimes forget about and act like, you know, it's... I don't know. Some people act like it's not an important market. But, um, anyway... It's it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. But it's... Playing mobile games. I, I, I would be interested in seeing what a... More casual mobile based gamer would think if they read it and they're like, like I want to know what their reaction would be to the pitch. Sure, because if they buck around on their phone a lot on the bus or whatever, I mean, it might seem reasonable. I, I don't see. Know.
0: I see this as geared towards you know upper middle class sort of person that. You know, they don't care this is an extra service. They'll be they'll be traveling, maybe traveling or at a, at, a, at a business expo. Sure. It's a little convenient to have all these games ready to go for you. Yeah, someone perhaps a little bit more
1: adult than us who... Uh... I'm an adult. <laughs> I have a mortgage. <laughs> I have debt, so I guess we're both adults. Well, everyone has debt. Yeah. Uh, but I could see this being the, the person who, you know, doesn't have a game console and this is going to be enough for them. This
0: is a different market entirely than Google Stadia yes. as well.
1: That that's going to be obviously yeah, towards so console. Google games. Stadia is trying to yeah go for console gamers with games that don't really yet fit streaming properly. Mobile games, hell, even if it did rely on streaming, you'd probably be fine.
0: Absolutely, it's horsepower in the phone. I mean, it still could bring us to the moon versus yeah. what was in the '60s. <laughs> but you know, it's it's yeah. It's not the same as as you know Red Dead Two for sure. All right, I think this is going to be interesting. I'm going to predict this is this is not going to be cheaper than twenty bucks a month. I don't see their. I think it's going to be thirty bucks a month. I don't. I just don't see the way they can keep the cost down on this. I think thirty. And pay off all the and pay off all these all these uh, devs. I think both. 30
1: is the smart is the the right number if you're going to sure. be paying off devs. I don't think it has much of a chance if it's more than 20. That's my take.
0: So maybe 25 they can try to hit.
1: Yeah, I think 30 is reasonable. Like don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I just think 20 is the I think that's the price they need to shoot for.
0: It's it, we're going to get into the subscription game war soon. Wow. Also, Apple also uh, announced their Apple TV Plus, which is basically like their their Hulu with all you know original content they they already have a bunch of I saw the trailer. There's like 12 to 15 show movies ready to go that they've been producing behind the scenes with like real actors. Jason Momoa was in one. Uh Steve Carell was in one. So like they're making a play at this. Great. So get out your credit card everyone. 500 bucks a month to stream entertainment, games, movies, TV shows. We're hitting it. You're going to wish for, no, you're not going to wish for Comcast again. Remember when cable was
1: expensive?
0: Well, that's where we're going to be at. There's going to be a lot more choice, but you're going to have to pay out if you want everything. But no one has time to watch everything anyway. I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries on Amazon Prime. That's all I I got time for. That's what, that's
1: what, that's Vonnie and I, Vonnie and I are almost on season
0: six. Yeah. All right. All right, Ian, we have more news on. God, we've just got so much fiery news today. So much. So much fiery news. Modern
1: gaming news. Oh, my God. It's like we're fucking reviewing tech in the USA. Uh, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox One S all-digital console launching in May. Uh, I think we saw this coming. I think not just Pat and I, but we've discussed it. I think, obviously, other it people rumored, saw this. it was rumored, right? Oh, was it? I thought it was
0: rumored. I mean, no? I just think we maybe it was. So it's a d- disk Discless Xbox One, all digital gaming, all the time. So it's your Xbox
1: One S. It's the S model, the small one. Um, and the rumor is the uh, plenty of rumors. See, now it's being rumored. Uh, now there's rumors from the rumors. Uh, we've known that. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I guess it's been for a few weeks. I, I mean, we talked about this like a, a year, year ago. ago. This could be possible. So, code name Maverick. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun Two comes out.
0: Yeah. It's pretty. No, this year or next year? Um,
1: year. It was Codename Maverick. It's likely to be called the Xbox One S All Digital Edition when it comes out. Um, I think it's. It makes sense. It does. There is a brand of person out there who doesn't need it. You buy one of these, you buy the um, Xbox All Access Pass or whatever the hell they're like. Street, Their subscription. They're subscri- they have a. They have like a special subscription one that, from what I've heard, is pretty good in terms of what it gives you. You buy one of that, you buy that pass, you buy this, and I think that this sets it's game up, pass is called game pass. And I think this sets you up. This sets up any person who doesn't always have to have the latest game. Um, it's not. I, I with something like game pass, I don't feel bad about the fleeting nature, perhaps, of the digital because you're buying a service, you're not buying a game. Um, I. I want to know what the price of this system is going to be. If this can come out at the one, uh, this can come out at one fifty new. I think they might
0: actually move some of them. The latest console from Microsoft is likely to sit in the Xbox One range. This means there's no Blu-ray drive, instead the gaming experience will be digital only. When is it out? Might be revealed in April 9, uh, 2019. Available to buy May 7th. Oh, really? How much will it cost? Details from Windows Central suggest it's going to have the lowest price point of the current Xbox lineup, which makes sense. You have less, less yeah, no doohickeys sure. in it. Yeah, why not? So, so okay. So, you are saying this is this is going to be for obviously what you can you need a hard drive to download? Well, yeah. Everything. So, so it, 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 I um, mean,
1: and also with so much of their their content now being on PC, this really is kind of they're they're, they're phrasing it differently, but this is different. This is um this is essentially as a, a a set top PC box I mean to a degree you're going to be getting a lot of that stuff or this is I mean that's how it's going to operate at the very least
0: so you need obviously if you want to download all, all the AAA a games you need a good connection we're gonna be waiting there for a week and a half still yeah so if you want to play Red Dead 2 on this at buy it from the store I don't know what my connection is but I download pretty quickly yeah, we live in San Diego. We're good. Sure. <laughs> but we, we updated your internet for the, for the marathon a couple of years ago. But again, this goes back to the issue of, yeah, if you have a good internet connection, this is a nice solution. If this costs, say this comes out and it's only 160 bucks, something like in that neighborhood, or $180, you have a, a lot of people that might, might be willing to drop that amount of money on it at that point versus $300 or $400. You know, I can look and be like, oh, I can get a, a AAA console very cheap. I don't have a disc. I have a good internet connection. I'm ready to go. You know, why not do that at that point? So it looks like Game Pass costs somewhere
1: in the range of 80 bucks a year. But
0: that's... you don't but you don't need that to you can just buy games though.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying but if you buy but I mean 80 bucks a year you pay a little bit more than one You're game saying that's
0: and... your entry fee is this console to get the Game Pass. Well, so you
1: buy this, you buy Game Pass you accept, and you eventually have... You have That's a lot it. of games. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. I'm thinking about, if I want to play Red Dead 2, this is my cheapest way to do it. Yeah. Out, of, out of all the PS4s and Xbox Ones, this will be the cheapest way to do it. Except for you've got a
1: PS4 sitting in your living room.
0: First of all, it's sitting right there. <laughs> I don't have time to play. It's not mine. It's Yoshi's. I know it is. I know, Ian. I know. <laughs> I, I I want to give it back to him. Well, let me give it back to him. Sorry. Yoshi's a CG guy, our friend. Friend of the show. Yoshi, Personal he doesn't friend. he doesn't appreciate your generosity. Uh, he's an expert in jujitsu, by the way. He's going to teach me. Anyway.
1: Him and I are gonna to get together and have some long, chewy white boys.
0: Long, chewy white boys. Yeah. <laughs> Not don't...
1: forgetting what that was from the from the marathon. We love uh, rice cakes. No, it was oh. from. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it
0: was from we we Korean barbecue we did the together. Sticky Korean rice cakes. Yeah, the, the white boys. You had, you had about forty of those. Pass me a plate of them white boys. <laughs> you must have you must have absorbed so much water in the next five days. You have, your stomach must <laughs> just expanded. So much rice was inside of you. I
1: fucking love those things.
0: Uh, let's see. Promotional period is ten dollars a month at the promotional period for your Xbox Game Pass. You're saying you buy it all up front for eighty bucks or so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I said, if this comes out. This is going to be if this is like a sub two hundred dollar solution. Triple A gaming. If you have a decent connection, like I do here, I like got fiber optic. You might see Pat get, buy an Xbox. You might see it. I honestly feel like that might be my choice next and, generation. And Sony doesn't. Well, I think next generation. This is what Xbox is going to be. Right, I think Xbox is going to be like, yeah, digital or buy it on your PC, I, or 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 the super duper Switch. <laughs> we'll put our games in there. Cuphead's coming to Switch. It's big newsy, and we're not going to do a whole topic. But
1: I just started playing it on my uh, PC. You like it? It's a damn good game. It's gorgeous too.
0: Contra esque, but 1930s animation, which is fantastic. Yeah, what a wacky ass game. God, I love I love this stuff. Yeah, the golden age of gaming. Ian. All right. So, anything else to add on the, the discless? Discless. Be careful really I say that. Discless Xbox One all digital.
1: No, no, no. Nothing else to add. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll sweep, swipe, swoop, 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 swipe, swoop, swoop. I'll swoop in here to discuss that. Konami has some uh, collections um, coming to various game platforms this digital summer. collections. So we're going to get a Castlevania collection, uh, and that's going to contain. Castlevania, Castlevania 2...
0: Well, well this, is, this is the 50th anniversary of Yes, yeah. that's, that's the big news here.
1: Right. Um, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, Super Castlevania 4, and four currently unannounced games. Well, since they've been ported to death, I'm also going to guess that Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood will be on there. I have no idea what the other two will be.
0: Why would they leave those off? Yeah, it makes sense.
1: The other two, though? Not so sure. Um, and then... For the uh contra anniversary we've got uh contra super contra super c contra three the alien wars and four currently unannounced games uh contra hardcore better be one of them
0: like super contra that's the arcade version of super c correct is that what that is uh, that has to be
1: I don't know uh
0: four currently unannounced games well you're gonna get the what hardcore probably yeah hardcore I love what's the one that, what's the first one that came out on playstation
1: um I don't remember Neo. There was also Shattered Soldier was the good one on PS2.
0: When you click on these collections on, you don't okay, select your region. What do you, what do you, what am I getting here? What what are you showing me? Birthday? I got to put my birthday in to look at a Contra collection? Seriously? 1931. I Anyways,
1: born. the last one though that's that's coming out and it's, it's the uh Konami Arcade Classics yeah, Collection. Yeah, super
0: super contra is the arcade version. So You're getting the arcade version of these as well. Okay.
1: So, Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Nemesis, which is Gradius, Vulcan Venture, Gradius Two, Twinbee, Scramble, Thundercross, and Life Force. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second.
0: According to this, the, the NES contra is not announced yet. It's the arcade H- one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they better put the they better put the NES one on here. Yeah, they so, better fucking do that, or this is a no go.
1: So this is how this is where these these collections start to fall apart when you look at the uh, arcade uh, classics one. Uh Haunted Castle, Typhoon, uh Gradius, Gradius Two, Life Force, uh, Thundercross. That non Castlevania game, Haunted Castle. Scramble and <laughs> Twin Why is it not in the
0: Castlevania collection?
1: <laughs> um I guess you're right. It's not a Castlevania game. So uh, these are all these are all the um arcade archives PS four releases.
0: So they just rebundling it digitally. That's what
1: I'm gathering here, at least okay. for the arcade one. They're just rebundling it digitally. Um, this is not going to have, I don't believe, the same sort of presentation as. Um...
0: What a weird selection.
1: It's just kind of what's out there. It feels like to me they're just throwing it out there. Scrambles included? There. I mean, sure. Um, but. It doesn't. Yeah, this these appear to be more of a cheap cash in by bundling stuff that's already been put out and then reselling it again. Um, they might as well call this one the shooter collection because most of the games are shooters. All but one of them are for 19.99 euros. That's probably like what 30 US thereabouts.
0: Pat math about 25, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean that's actually that's that's decent because I think most of these, if you want these, most of these arcade classics are 7.99 apiece. So you're saving money. Um, but uh, it, it's uh, I don't know it's I don't like ch-
0: it this arcade pack sucks uh, Yeah, I'm a, sorry it's questionable that's a questionable one go back to the Contra one it's a no go if you don't have Contra NES on this that's a it's a no go
1: well, I imagine um, that they have to be working some of the NES games in because there is no Castlevania II, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania, or Dracula's Curse in the arcade. You know, those are all obviously the home versions.
0: I'm just looking at what they announced so far. Oh, it's, I know. And it's only the arcade Contra.
1: Yeah, that's how That's, that's super.
0: Both Super C's are on there. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah. So they didn't even announced Simon's Quest yet. What's the odds they don't put Simon's Quest on there? They did. No, it's it's not Oh, little... Belmont's Re- oh. No, it's a Castlevania. It's a Game Boy one.
1: Oh, that's
0: This is this is yeah, this is weird. shaping up weird. Yeah. I'll just I'm say this if they don't put all three NES Castlevania games on here and they don't put they don't need you don't need a uh, fucking Contra force. It's not a real ca- uh, Contra game. But yeah. they don't put the Contra NES game on here. This is shenanigans. I'm just calling shenanigans. At Castlevania 2 Belmont's
1: Revenge is fucking great though. So I'm glad that's going to be on there.
0: Why not? Why not announce them all? I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not, not going to come back. And, we're not going to talk about this before they announce the other four games coming out. Right on the Castlevania. And Con, we're not going to do it. So why? What are you holding back for? Especially if a lot of these games are already out there in the digital space.
1: Yeah. What's the point? What are you
0: doing, Konami? And why only? Why only eight games for in the pantheon of your arcade games? You're picking out these eight because they're what's available nothing from nothing from the 90s what's from the 90s here these have already been done is there anything from the 90s here 89 86 no is vulture is gradius 2 from from the 90s i don't believe so no it's from 88 you can't you can't put a sunset riders on here you can't you can't put a konami beat 'em up on here no this is that's a no-go i'm sorry i'm out past tapping out i'm not interested in it this is garbage (laughs) I don't see why some people were excited about this. Like, this is a big deal. What? This What? Th- these, these sets. Oh, This is garbage. I
1: don't think anyone was excited about it. Most people I saw talking about them were like,
0: this looks like it's going to be cheap and awful. I'm not excited anymore. You, you, had, you had your chance, Konami. I was, I'm disappointed. 50 years? Hey, Konami, how about the uh, Bonk collection or, or the uh, We're sitting on all these IP collection that you haven't done shit with since you bought them like 10 years ago? How about that? Yeah. You want to sell them to me?
1: Yeah. You want you want me to make
0: an investment? Yeah. Might be, might be a better investment than another one that I want to make recently. Yeah, but sell them to Pat. Sell them to me. You'll get, you'll get your bonk collection next month. We'll, we'll talk to Frank Cifaldi. We'll bonk it right out. We'll get all, all, all the bonks out there. We'll, we'll bring back that one that, that was just about done that I saw at uh, Comic-Con back in 2010. We'll, we'll, Pat will put out the bonk collection. Bonk 1, 2, 3, Bonk 3 CD, we'll do it. We'll do it up. NES version, which is basically the first game, Super Super Bonk, we'll do it all. Proud to be partnering with Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy, sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees at all, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing
1: at any level. The simple intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 most popular. With
0: Robinhood you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite campaigns, track your favorite companies and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the CU podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at cupodcast.robinhood.com. All right. So let's move on to this GameStop news. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, st- we're skipping the FDA anti-smoking game? I just don't care. You don't care. Kids, don't fucking smoke. All right. Back to you it. You don't have to pay Ninja millions of dollars to play your uh, FDA anti-smoking game to get your message out of FDA. Well, you know, this is the, this is the Battle Royale podcast, but it wasn't a Battle Royale game. Anyway, okay. Uh, in news from GameStop, so GameStop almost had a sale go go through, and then it got kind of. And then, and then the p- people that were looking to buy, they actually hired GameStop hired someone specifically to find a buyer. It's always a good sh- uh, good uh, shape of your business in when you have to hire someone to find the buyer for you. Yeah, if you need to buy a hype man, that's <laughs> buy a hype. There you go. Um, so, so they had a potential buyer, and then it. It fell, it fell away. The deal went through, probably because the buyer said, oh, shit, this isn't good shape that we're in here, or right. what's going on, especially since GameStop has not been uh, very profitable the p- past few years. Uh, closing, what was that, 100, 150 stores They closed in the past couple of years. <coughs> was that a year and a half ago? Yeah, that
1: was a year ago, yeah. I think no, there's n- more closing.
0: Not not good. So they found a new CEO, which, which is good, new 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 leader, new direction of the company. Uh, big George S. George Sherman. Used to work for Advanced Auto Parts. So that fits into the, into the gaming world very well. Verizon Wireless, uh, Advanced Auto Parts, Home Depot and Target. He knows games. Uh, okay. So he worked at, yeah, he said Best Buy, he worked at Home Depot, he worked at Target as an executive. So he, he's been with retail store chains, which is good. That's the good news. Um, but we're, we're getting towards uh, digital gaming future more and more. That hurts GameStop, bottom line, because they don't sell digital games. They might sell cards, but they're not selling a lot of those, probably. But they
1: did sell digital games, but we're going to get to how that's going to change a little bit for them.
0: Okay. They don't (laughs) know how much digital gaming they did, uh, percentage-wise. Sherman acknowledges he's coming on specifically because GameStop needs to change. I'm honored to have the opportunity to lead GameStop, one of the leading and most recognized brands in the video game industry. I bring significant experience working with other retailers that have undergone large, successful transformations, and look forward to leveraging GameStop's industry position, history, and brand. Okay, here's the difference, uh, George. Can I call you George? Mister Sherman. <laughs> Mister Sherman. When you When you take over advanced Auto Parts, people still have to buy I, oil filters and and lug nuts and 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 other. I, I really uh, 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 spark plugs. I, I know how to change spark plugs. I've changed spark plugs. So. There's no digital version of spark plugs. Right. You have to buy a physical <laughs> version of it. Yes. With video games, it disappears into the ether. Yeah. The physical games just just flake away, so to speak. Your stock of potential sales go- goes bye-bye. That doesn't happen at a Target where you can still sell clothes or still sell... Uh, Home Goods. That doesn't their own,
1: happen. Their own brand crinkle cut French fries, which are very delicious.
0: Sure, it doesn't happen at a Verizon Wireless retailer where you can still sell phones and, and sell your overpriced cases for 25 yes. that twenty five bucks. These companies
1: have something that is irreplaceable
0: in the physical market. We can grab it, the Mario Ball. It exists. I can hold it and and, and nurture it and caress it and call it my friend. On lonesome Friday nights.
1: Yeah, weird.
0: Not that I've done that. Um. So that's the difference here. So this is not the same task for a new CEO to come in to turn this around, but they have a plan, Ian. It's GameStop two point. <laughs> GameStop two point like like Matt Hardy version one. Uh, GameStop two point oh. Oh yeah, I <laughs> how, I, 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 it, God, I, I miss. I miss Matt Hardy. uh Version one, yeah, it was great. Um, okay, so they're they're trying to focus away just from selling, uh, you know, th- th- getting people into the store. That's what you want to do. That's what Toys R Us failed to do. We t- talked about that before. About like you need the experience of getting people into the store, getting people in there, not just for your product, a whole experience. And That's what they're trying to do. So they're so, going to do it with more TVs. They're trying to create a GameStop <laughs> cultural experience. New that ki- awful. new kinds of stores and more membership programs. I do not want a cultural experience from my
1: video game store.
0: Expect a variation on power up rewards that provides better trade and pre owned game prices. Well, that'll cut into your bottom line, though. So that's your gambit. You're getting more more stock, you need more pre owned games to come in because that's where you make your money. And this is
1: where store. I saw it. Too. This uh, is this is where the problem lies. And it, 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 we keep up on their prices and stuff at Luna. They're Two doing locations. they're doing poorly, but over time they have been slowly slowly
0: bumping up. Their game their use prices a
1: li- a, a, no, a little bit on what they would give for it. I and mean, we're not talking a lot, but a little like 10%
0: bit 10% more.
1: And it's it's not I mean it's not doing anything. They're still in trouble. I mean, at, at a certain point
0: you you if you start no, you're, you're eating your own tail if you do that though. Right. that cuts into their profits.
1: And, and this isn't trying to be this isn't trying to be program stop, you know, cuz we are Pro Blizzard. Uh, (laughs) Or shills. but um,
0: Our checks in the mail. To
1: a degree, yeah, GameStop's buyback policies suck. And what they take back sucks. But we do better than GameStop, but it's still not always what people want. If you buy and sell games for what people want you to buy them from you for, you're you're never going to make any money. And I'm afraid that if... What I'm getting is, by watching their prices, if I've already seen them slowly... Pick up in some of the categories. What more are they going to give? At some point, they're going to be. They're going to be.
0: They can't. They can't. They'll they give can't the, double. It.
1: They'll give themselves lives, life for another two years. But it's going to end oh, up I killing
0: the. It's going to kill the business in the long well, run. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to raise prices to such an extent that people are going to go uh, furrow inside their closet to find their old Xbox 360 games to, to trade them in. I don't think that's going to happen. I think what they're no. Trying, I'm
1: just saying is if they're spending more money furrow, to, get did I say games, furrow burrow. If, if if they if they're spending more money to get physical games in and they can't sell them or they're selling them at such a small profit margin, it, it it's not going to help you. The
0: digital wave is here. This is not. This is what well, the finger in, in the finger in the in the dam, you know, finger in the in the dike that this is going to stop the wave coming. That's what this is. This is what's funny about this to me about different types of stores. How much different can your GameStop be? Well, it's so a
1: different types of stores and also like more programs no one wants more no. programs in their stores the fact that outright it said that where the hell was that line
0: uh, this you're gonna love this you're gonna love this you love the corporate speak i know you like the corporate speak. oh god no this article is so hard the team has already done extensive strategic work to identify and pursue there new customer-centric opportunities that will further expand yeah! the culture the culture of gaming in new and exciting ways i love gaming culture I look forward to leading our associates, and believe that we have a tremendous opportunity in front of us to continue to fuel the passion of gamers around the world. Uh, can I call you George? Yes, George, you nice kn- George. George. You know, George. You know, you are not going to turn around, buddy. You, you know this is. You know, yeah. you, you know, you are getting a nice salary, and when this gets sold, you are going to get a nice payout. Or if it goes bankrupt, you are going to get a nice payout. That's what's going to happen here. Can I call you? Can I call you George? George. Okay. I saw this happen with another company called Blockbuster. Yep. And while it wasn't digital directly, it was a. a a Netflix uh, disc mailing service that put them under very quickly. They were only a year and a half behind, or two years behind Netflix, and that was it. Because I did, I did uh, market research uh-huh. at one point looking into this stuff. So, Blockbuster had grandiose ideas, Ian. Yes, you know what it was? New store types. Right. They wanted to create entertainment like locations with like um, kids could come and play in like a ball pit or have rides and things. And not only were they terrible ideas, the amount of capital you need in order to get this stuff going is probably more than you want to look at. Yeah, you can put more TVs in your store, but isn't that then just going back to what Land did? Like, you want to show off the video games in your store? Like, you want to actually have people play the games in the store? Like, yeah, you have demo units, but that was what, what Land was cool, is that, yeah, you could yeah. see all the games playing, you can play them yourself. It's a little too late for this stuff. And, and yeah. even if this was already existing, this would not help... The crunch that's coming from uh, the, the and digital it, and it gaming world. it hasn't
1: helped other stores, smaller chains that tried to do this. Like uh, Play and Trade was a big one that used to do that. I believe they had like multiple TVs set up with games you could we'll try get. to do that. I, is I, Play and I, Trade still around at all? No, no. Play and Trade is at least not in San Diego.
0: Yeah, the one that's local, yeah.
1: But yeah, there were a couple of those smaller chains that tried to do that. And it it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you.
0: Uh, Plain trade is still in uh, Claremont Mesa. Oh, really? They're still... Oh, permanently closed. I'm sorry. Yeah, they closed. I went in there like seven years ago. So I almost bought like a GameCom from them.
1: Here's the funny story. <laughs> they bribed pizza... They bribed people with free pizza to vote for them for the... Uh, Ooh. Yeah, the... Uh,
0: Video Game Store Wars of San Diego. The, uh, for the best retailer?
1: The A10 re- award or whatever. Wow. We won it four years in a row. Four years in a row. Then... They bought they they advertised come down get a slice of pizza vote so you had to you, you go get your slice of pizza if you voted for them they won it that year proceeded to go out of business two months later and then they never did that award again
0: wow they, yeah. they ruined the, the award by shenanigans yep Free pizza. All I'm gonna say is this I'm not disparaging this individual, but the guy that used to work at that playing trade, I see I used to see him at the flea market all the time while it was open, then afterwards picking up stuff to sell. Not just game stuff. I don't know if it was stuff for the store. I don't know if he was it was it was a franchise location. Huh. But it was just interesting to see that. And I went to that store, I think I said the one time and it was like wasn't totally empty, but it wasn't a Luna video games. It wasn't like yours was like maybe like 15, 20 NES games, not like hundred and fifty at Luna. Sure. You know, it, it was uh, not 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 bragging. You know, I like Luna Vinda Games. Two locations, El Cajon. That's right, but, but, um, Chula Vista, Oklahoma. But this is not going to extend the life of GameStop. This, if it does, it's it's just stringing it along. No, I,
1: I, I'm, I go, mean I'm going to not... record right now. Yeah. Like
0: before, I gave GameStop, I think me and Game GameStop before like five six years. I'm giving GameStop two to three years. I think two. And we're done. We're we're tapping two. out. That's
1: what I'm saying. I, when I say this this sort of stuff. Might like, if, especially if they like start offering more on trade-ins. this stuff might string them along for two years, but that's
0: it. But then they make less profit, and that's how they make they make their profit through So they that's why they're gonna die in two years. <laughs> they're, they're, it's bleeding, it's a death by a thousand cuts, yeah. At that point, you might as well just get it over with right now. A million scraps. I feel bad. I mean, I feel bit ba- if tons of game stuff has employees, but this is just not a continue. This is not a business model that can, can continue in this day and age, it just can't. Or in very few locations where they just cut down all, like Radio Shack. There's still Radio Shack sh- stores here and there but they close like 90% of them.
1: And they sell cell phones.
0: God, I miss Radio Shack. God, I'm going to cry. You're not
1: going to get the aisles of switches and wire I and all that. I want my
0: handheld games and my little... All that fun stuff. I want my little electronic sound board <laughs> little kit. Oh God, yeah. That was advertised. Alright, anything else to had? No. no. Alright, George. Jo- George, give us a call. We can try to help you through this but there's not a lot of options here. Ian, you know that um, we tried it. Pulls us back in. He pulls us back in. We, we thought we were out. Zack Snyder pulls us back in. <laughs> Zack Snyder
1: is the number one fucking edgelord. <laughs> the original, maybe. He the guy's gotta maybe be in the his original mid edgelord. to late 40s. I mean, I don't know why he's not wearing like a spiked <laughs> collar in this fucking this image In like a shirt with a dead fetus on it. Um,. Is that, is that a shirt? I don't know. That just seems like a thing an edgelord would do. Uh, so, um, our, the, the intro to this article is great. So, Vox has another... The news of this has been around. Zack Snyder came out to talk about, once again, about how his movies are better and they'd have gang rape in them. That's <laughs> And the intro. This is great, though. The, the writer. Who's the writer? I gotta give him credit. We gotta say what the topic of the, of the conversation. It's is. Batman kills, Superman kills. Get over it. Uh, but Alex Abad Santos here leads in with. Armed with the nefarious kind of energy that compels children to tell other children that there is no such thing as Santa Claus. (laughs) Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Director Zack Snyder wants fans of Batman and Superman to grow up and know that the characters kill people.
0: Zack Snyder, by the way, is 52 years old. 52. Happy birthday. He's had a... Oh, excuse me, 53. He's had a birthday March 1st. Happy birthday, Zack Snyder. Looks well, good for 53. He's in shape.
1: The tagline here, Batman v. Superman director Zack Snyder doesn't think a non-lethal
0: Batman could exist in real life.
1: No shit! A lethal Batman couldn't exist in
0: real life. Uh, a a non-lethal... Fucking... Any, any Batman couldn't exist because it's Batman. Yes. Have you seen the the quote-unquote real-life superheroes we have? They are all fucking lame. They carry around pepper spray. Most of them are out of shape. They wear, uh, they wear hockey pads and Kevlar. That's- you are a walking, talking, fucking dunce cap, sir. This is absurd. It's, it's fantasy, Mr. Snyder. It's fantasy.
1: Someone says to me, Ben Affleck's Batman killed the guy. I'm like, fuck, really? Wake
0: the fuck up. <laughs> during, a, during a Watchmen screen, uh, screen by the way, because this is the 10th anniversary of the Watchmen movie. And this is the problem. He, he modeled the DCEU after Watchmen, which is, and he and he fucked up Watchmen. I, I know people like the Watchmen movie. You are all wrong, and I won't get into why right now. I did a Twitter thread recently when I believe it was Daniel Dwyer said, oh, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Watchmen movie is a really good movie. Come at me. And oh, did Patrick come at him? With about 15 reasons off the top of my head why Watchmen is not a good movie. Uh, uh, who? Uh, it was Daniel Dwyer who does the the, 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 uh, the those short documentary game films, Waypoint. He does those. And boy, Patrick knows a lot about Watchmen. I've read the graph now about five times, and I've done a little bit of research. And Watchmen was not a good adaptation. You can say it's a good movie. It was not a good adaptation of Watchmen. Uh, which, by the way, they're doing a HBO sh- uh, series, Watchmen, which probably be better. But Zack Snyder was given the keys to this kingdom based upon Watchmen. That's why he was given the keys to the DCU. That's why the DCU is in fucking shambles right now. And why they have to do these soft reboots when when the DCU has only existed for about four years. Can I
1: just please <laughs> explain how this man makes me dislike him more every time I read? Oh my god, listen to this shit. What did he say? Listen to this shit. Then he explained how Watchmen, oh, his no. 2009 oh, film, no. is about the gritty reality of superheroes. Hold on. But it wasn't, hold on, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So he's talk- he, he talks about Watchmen, and then he says, once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, and then you come and say to me something about, like, my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, down the fucking road on that. And then... Oh, my God. Okay, i and, 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 and then, hold on. no, no. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent, my heroes didn't fucking lie to America, my heroes didn't embezzle money from their corporations, my heroes didn't commit any atrocities, that's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world. Yeah, it's called fiction! It's called fiction! What? It's a
0: comic book! It's a fantasy! Oh my god, this dude sucks hemorrhoids for lunch! We're not reading Tom Clancy or Robert Ludlum! I'm not It's a comic book, Mr. I, Snyder. It's pe- fantasy. That's the definition of it. People don't go to comic book movies to see reality. We see we see idealistic versions of heroes that we aspire to be. We see uh, we see parables of things that play upon real life. It's not real life. There are other movies that can do that. Yes, but that is not why comic books exist. Holy fucking shit. Sometimes we want an optimistic view of the world. Sometimes there's a reason why I go to the gym and almost every time you go to the gym you see a a person of every race creed with a Captain America shirt because it's idealism we aspire to be like Captain America that's why I will cry in the movie theaters if he dies because we aspire to be something greater than ourselves that's why why we we read Superman or even Batman holy shit I gotta spill this out to the guy that ran the fucking DCEU Warner Brothers, this is your fucking fault. And this is what I want to get back to. Once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, probably referencing Watchmen, the reason why Watchmen is is regarded as one of the best graphic novels of all time, it's a deconstruction of superhero tropes and, and stories. It's a deconstruction. That is supposed to be outside of the norm of the other superhero uh, tales that we were used to for the uh, 70, uh, 60 years of, uh, 50 years of, of superhero uh, tales that existed before that. The fact that he does not understand and get that still. Holy shit. Watchmen was not a model for other superhero movies to follow. It was supposed to be the one that shocked you because it was that different. It was not supposed to be the basis for your Superman and Batman movies right this is insane that we see this in black and white what we always thought and what other people uh postulated about this he just doesn't get it he just doesn't fucking get it
1: he wants his superhero movies to be his personal prison rape filled super superhero that's fine but
0: don't do it with superman and batman yeah then make up your own he's gross this is warner brothers fault like they should be fucking thrown off a cliff they, the amount of money that Warner Brothers has lost by going down the Zack Snyder path, they've lost potentially billions of dollars by not having a successful DCU. They his, really have.
1: His type of edgy auteurism. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was gone. I mean, that had a flash in the pan. That that fucking grimdark, everything has to be miserable thing. It's not even that
0: popular anymore. So they ruined the Superman franchise. Batman has gotten rebooted. Affleck's out. The only ones that have been any success... Somehow Suicide Squad made money, but they're soft rebooting that even. Uh, Wonder Woman, which is totally divorced from the Zack Snyder... Well, they have to reboot it because... And and, and Aquaman, totally divorced from the Zack Snyder bullshit.
1: They they have to... They have to... um... Shit, what's the... They have to reboot it because it made money, but the reviews were crap. No one was...
0: and and he's still I think it's still I think Zack Snyder is still whining about his version of Justice League oh yeah I was about to
1: pull that up because I think it was I think he whined about it in this exact I'm curious about it I'll watch it to see
0: what the original vision was it probably won't be any better it might be interesting
1: Zack Snyder is still talking about the better version of Justice League he never got to make Let's see, let's just see if we can get Snyder's directly addressing the nightmare scene in which Batman gets captured by some soldiers wearing Superman emblems before getting eye-lasered. Snyder talked about how some of his can Justice League plans that I right, what before we get into dismissing everyone who didn't like the movie where Batman murders people with guns as being part of a vocal minority is some trumpy bullshit. Um yeah, I guess I don't really know what scene he's talking about. But yeah, he anyways, long story short, he's I'm
0: I'm fucking annoyed. Yeah, he's I wasn't I honestly wasn't that as annoyed before with this whenever I heard him speak about this stuff. I honestly wasn't. But to see him blatantly uh come out with a high school uh level of understanding of Watchmen annoys me. Yeah. To such a degree. And that's what carried through to uh the DCU. I want an uplifting Superman movie. I would love to see it. I love the original. I own it on fucking DVD. I'm not a DC... I have the original Superman movie Christopher Reeves on DVD. I love that movie. That could exist today. It could. Hold on here. Oh, you, you find a good juicy Zack Snyder quote? Zack
1: Snyder wanted Holy. to make Superman turn evil, have uh, Seed turn Superman evil, and not have him join the team again in uh, Justice League. Um, so that was his vision. So and, he doesn't turn back. Oh, hold on. And Dark Darkseid would have killed Lois Lane somehow, setting off a chain of events that destroyed
0: the world. Whatever. That, so that was his Justice League movie. Yeah. So 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 in the Justice League movie, if you ever see it on the plane, that's the only place you should probably watch it. Uh, he comes back originally not knowing who he was, and he's evil. They fight him, but then they re- make him realize that he's good. Right. So you're saying in his version, he would have stayed
1: evil. For yeah, the whole movie? He, yeah, he wouldn't have brought him back right away, and then Darkseid would have killed Lois Lane.
0: That sounds fun. That's a, that's a fun time. I'm glad JJ J. Abrams st- stepped in then, at least, and and because that sounded like obliteration. Like Now, now at least with JJ a- uh, J. Abrams uh, helping spin it positive, they were able to do Aquaman and Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? They were able yeah. to make this kind of soft. Kind of work change. a little bit yeah. for them. Holy right. shit. Not JJ J. Abrams. Who did that? Um. Not fucking JJ. I'm I'm all I'm all fucking messed up.
1: Uh not JJ. Justice League director. Not J Abrams. I wanted did uh, Avengers. Josh Whedon Josh Whedon Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon.
0: Yeah. All right, Snyder. All right. Now I think I'm I'm approaching E levels of hatred towards this individual. You're I just, hate to say it. He's just a troll. I think I don't think he's a troll. I just he's so misguided. Yeah. He must have grown up in a really bad bad house. Like like no love or I don't understand how you can be okay. I don't want to see Spider Man kill people. I just don't. Because, because, that's what the Punishers. Because for, we're
1: allowed to you know? idealize heroes in fiction. Yes, if fiction. And it's has, not reality. If fiction had to be realistic, we wouldn't have some of the best literature of our of our generation. You wouldn't have Superman time. if yeah. it
0: was reality. You wouldn't have a guy. You wouldn't un- have you right. Would have you wouldn't
1: super- have these characters to fuck over in their mouths <laughs> if, if 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 fiction had
0: to be reality. Holy shit! All right, okay. And speaking of bullshit. We have a scumbag, seller, scumbag of seller of the week. This tip comes from uh, someone who emailed me called Larry Inc. 64. Uh, this is someone selling on eBay. The user on eBay, Ian. It's auto just, Supply King. Is it really Auto Supply King again? We t- that, auto wow. Supply King 91. 91. That was an old scumbag. Seller. We, they're back, folks. They're back. We did not pick them by on purpose. we just is, this realizing was, this. This is one of the original ones, I believe. Yes. Uh, super Mario World. Super okay. uh, game complete. Okay, complete game. So, so it, must complete be, in box. it must be. Complete in box. Must be the million seller version then, if it's complete in box, not the original, right? Uh, the original didn't a box. T- oh, no, it's a custom box. Oh, it's a custom box. It's oh, custom so box. then it must be the same price or, or a couple bucks more than what a Super Mario World cart costs, which is like fifteen twenty bucks, right? Oh, no, it's $142.99. What? 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 what?
1: Yep. What? What? So if you want that million seller version. Without the million-seller stamp, here you go.
0: So you're getting a, a uh, counterfeit or a box that doesn't exist because there is no regular Super Mario World box, unless I think there was a display boxes that came out. Actually, I think there was, yes. So you're getting a $20 Atmos game with the manual, which looks real. With uh, They made the they made the little cardboard insert for a markup of about $120 markup. Yeah. They sold nine of these. This, this person uh, sold nine of these to, to some fucking rubes. That didn't know any better. Wow,
1: this is the, the so cost special. The, the
0: cost to make that that box an insert it's a few dollars, four dollars maybe to do that. Yeah, that's want to be generous. Five. Let's just say ten. We'll say ten. Let's bucks. say
1: ten, and let's say the we'll game say... is going for thirty. Let's just go crazy. Then it's here. still an
0: eighty dollar markup. It's an eighty dollar markup. But for this some is fake this cardboard. Is, this is literally a hundred and twenty dollar markup. About. It's just absurd. Um, uh, sure. Custom, they're still selling their custom, uh, Sculptor's Cut N64 manual for $73, and they sold 25 of that. I wonder if Auto Supply King has any auto supplies in their store. Maybe he worked with the GameStop CEO. At some point, oh, some Maybe. Auto- <laughs> oh, there, there's a there's a uh, airbag for a Corolla
1: from 2004 to two thousand. He has 599 <laughs> listings. Oh yeah, you're right. he's
0: got an oxygen sensor for a Toyota. And <laughs> how does he get into the world of of counterfeit stuff? Like a Splatterhouse two manual that's uh, forty nine dollars uh, sold. Fucking custom instruction manual for Clay Fighter sculptors cut
1: seventy three dollars. He's still
0: selling that custom Power Blade uh, manual. That's what we originally uh, got him for and how much does he want for that like uh what is it 70 bucks $65 <laughs> people he... are, people are buying them people are buying the custom uh Mike Tyson's punch out box for 50 bucks assholes are buying them it's their fault too they're buying their mega man 7 uh custom manual for 55 bucks oh boy they're they're i mean it's they're selling their mega man 1 custom nes manual Their snatcher custom 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 fucking custom custom it's counterfeit it's not custom Custom would be uh, spray painting a cool flame design on my, my car auto supply, gang. That's a custom design. It's it's brand new. It's different. This is counterfeit. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. I'm still annoyed from the Zack Snyder thing. Oh, no, that's fine. Wild Guns. You've
1: got a lot of reasons to be annoyed today. Oh, I think
0: so, Ian. Wow. Okay, well, we'll get into that. Panzer Dragoon Saga custom manual. But it takes the cake. This is, the thing. the first time I'm seeing a real game package with a counterfeit doesn't, doesn't really exist box yeah. for $120 more than what it would cost just buying the manual and uh Super Mario World uh, alone. Holy shit. What does a Super Mario World in the a million seller actually cost? Million seller box actually cost. Not, I'm going to look that up. Not much. What does it actually cost? You can also, by the way, if you want to do this bullshit counterfeit box, another seller has it for $65. Really? Yes. The so, box? Well, the box with the game. So, uh, like, the same th- the same counterfeit uh, box. Another seller has it. And they've sold they've sold 57 of them. So, you are idiots out there buying these counterfeit boxes. I'm just saying you are. You're dumb. Are. You're dumb. It's just insane to do it for that markup. Find someone to create it for you for cheaper, then. Or the artwork's online. You can probably find the services. I'm not saying if you want to buy it, uh, a counterfeit box, go for it. Just don't... Pay someone the pleasure of doing it that doesn't deserve it. What does the million seller one go for? I, I do I own that? I should I should get that one. I don't think it goes for a lot. I can't find one on for sale online. Maybe they're hard there must be hard to find. Because at that point everyone had it, the regular one. Can't find it. Anyway, alright. Okay, so thanks for, this is this is like uh getting into the Hall of Fame twice. Uh Auto Supply King ninety one is it Ian? Uh I just closed them down. That's good. Well you're the scumbag seller of the week. All right, Ian. There's no tales from the game store this time out.
1: No, no tales from the game store this week. But we we have a Patreon. We do have a out. Patreon. Our Patreon is at patreoncom C U podcast. You can go there and pay us some money, and you'll don't, get. Don't, don't. First of all, it's not. That's
0: not how it's phrased, Ian. It, 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 you patronize you us. You can patronize us. Yes. You support us, not pay us money. They're not walking in and giving us dollar bills. With the money. You really are the worst at promoting <laughs> your, your, your own Patreon. I'm just I'm going on record saying that. It's, uh, like, it's like you don't w- want to be successful. I do. Um, <laughs> that's why you can go and we can have a hangout on uh, on a weekend once a month. Yeah, uh, so happens. I, I write. And the whole video version whole of, video. of the – This is an audio podcast out there in, in – Uh, youtube land i know on youtube you don't like watching things or listening things outside of youtube but you can listen to the podcast that's right on podbean stitcher itunes google play store all right so this is our podcast poll this is the worst result ever one percent got should pro sports leagues shun players who play fortnite no one cares about battle royale apparently on the podcast at least on the patreon folks. Uh, second place, 20%. So hang in there. What would a CU podcast movie look like? And at first place, Ian, 70%. This is a, this going to be one of the biggest landslides ever. What In quotes, what forgotten retro game would be considered a classic if Nintendo had published it? That's
1: a good suggestion. It's not exactly forgotten, or maybe it just doesn't seem forgotten because I play this stuff a lot, but I think Bonk would have been, if Bonk had had the exposure and the push of a of an NES title, I think Bonk would have been a lot more popular.
0: You think that would have been overshadowed just by Super Mario franchise? They, there's no room for another. Uh, I, I think franchise. there could have been room for. for there's, another, there's enough. There's enough difference. There's enough
1: difference. I mean, you know, Nintendo's got a, a handful of platforming series, so I think that's one. That's one that I've always thought never really got its Day in the Sun. It's it's Day in the Sun because of that.
0: Shiny Ball Day in the Sun.
1: Um. Also, perhaps the Wonder Boy games could have been. Um,
0: the more RPG-ish ones. Mm, I don't know about those. They're not really Nintendo-esque.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, they obviously, anything with Nintendo Publish would have got more exposure. I don't know. I I, I don't think that would have broken out still to the extent. That's fair. Versus a Bonk. Yeah, if you put Bonk on Nintendo, an issue of Nintendo Power... Yeah, I think I think. Yeah. Bonk,
1: I mean, Bonk. I, I've thought similarly to this along these lines before, and Bonk is always one that one that I feel like could have gotten way more, way more recognition and way more playtime by people if Nintendo or you know or even Sega had sure. had put it out.
0: You know who's not giving Bonk recognition? Konami's not giving Bonk recognition. That's right, because they're they're sitting on Bonk's face and not doing
1: anything with them. I need you to take it down just a notch here. You're getting what? You're getting
0: my agitated. You're agitated. I, I yes. This is I, this is like an Ian agitation from years past. How I'm, the level I'm at right I now. I feel like I'm going to see spikes just start cutting no, no. from your face. No, it, it's fine. I'm okay. It's good to have a lively pat on the podcast every now and then for various reasons. It's, I'm not hyper. Um, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, Pat's going to try to hone in on something Nintendo could have successfully published that would have would have bolstered the game that might have been a quote unquote hidden gem. Uh, let's let's check a certain NES guide app. Well, I'll expo- explode over that as well. Uh what's what's a game that might have been forgotten that still is a good game necessarily that could have got more shine on the NES. Let's let through let's through some of these. How about uh if hell we talked about well they did, if Nintendo put out RBI baseball. That would have blew up even more. Now such a Nintendo cute looking game. Imagine if, that. The orig- yeah like if if Original baseball is, is, is a tech demo, basically. It's, it doesn't. But if they put out, like, an RBI baseball as a franchise, that would be The
1: first RBI baseball, like, yeah, if that hadn't been Namco, but it had been... Um, or
0: if they just published it.
1: Yeah, if they published it, that would have been huge. Gigantic. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know.
0: That's a good one. We're, we, me and Ian were postulating about a black box basketball game while Ian was high a few nights ago. Yeah, it was great. And uh, I might go out of my way. That's something I could invest in. A black box... Ice hockey esque basketball NES. Oh, game.
1: we've got ideas, but we're not giving them to. We're you. not
0: giving it to you. We're just putting it out there. We have our own. We have. We, we we have it in our text. We're just gonna screenshot yeah. it. Yeah. We'll <laughs> do a Google Doc. We're gonna do it because that's the only major sport Nintendo did not do um, a game for. I know. I mean, I, they did volleyball for God's sake. And I think they did golf. I think our idea is pretty good. Pretty pretty. Someone's gonna steal it now and put it out. Pretty pretty good. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it really has to be what's like a lost sort of game that really didn't get it to do is there any any other, even on the on the super nintendo you could think that could have been a lot better uh joe and mac would that have been a thing if nintendo published joe and mac or no that's that, that, that's pretty much what it is you know it's like above average but not right a, a fantastic game i would look more
1: at like games from other consoles that's why i looked at like bonk bonk um you know uh, sega who knows? Uh, I believe the person who asked us the question said "Kid Chameleon." Kid Chameleon,
0: I could see that. Uh, Alex Kid, Alex. <sighs> I don't know. I, people have this love for Alex Kid. That first one, that Miracle World is rough. I'm sorry.
1: I like Alex Kid. Whether you like it or not, that definitely had a larger chance of sticking around if Nintendo had done it, and probably would have been. A well, they, game they had a, too. they had a few
0: games. It was on they had no yeah. games. It stuck around for the Master System. There's
1: like one Genesis game, and that's it.
0: Yeah, well, they turned him back to like a boy from a monkey kid. Like they changed his look. It was—it's really weird. Alex Kid is weird. Do um, you, you think Kid Chameleon would that be a one? No. I think Kid Chameleon. I think I, think I played kid... that game once in my life, to be honest.
1: Kid Chameleon, Alex Kid, Bonk. I mean, honestly, any of the mascots, uh, the attempted mascots of other other companies. Would, cr- would Crash
0: have been bigger? Well, Crash was no, Crash big. is big. Would uh, Arrow Acrobat have been big <laughs> bigger? Yeah. How's Kid Chameleon? Oh, that's a cute game. You never played Kid Chameleon? Dude, I don't I did not have a Genesis. My my, my I was playing Moonwalker and NHL my friend on the Genesis and like X Men and Sonic every now and then I don't think he had Kid Chameleon.
1: Hundred and ten levels or some shit like 110 that. Hundred
0: and ten levels? Yeah. Under fifty bucks. <laughs> How about Pitfall Harry? Would he even bigger <laughs> Nintendo put him out? Ooh, super Pitfall. <sighs> Do you like yeah. Super Pitfall? No, it's a bad game. Okay. I don't know what it got in the NES Super Certain SNES guy, but I gotta see what. That oh got.
1: no, Super Pitfalls the NES one.
0: Oh, what's the one Pitfall, Pitfall of the Mine, the Mine adventure. adventure? Yes, that's right.
1: That's a, that's a decent game.
0: I remember that getting a lot of commercial play at the time. Yeah, it
1: was it was big at the time. I think it was because like the it was uh, similar to like Earthworm Jim. The animation was all like stretchy and slapsticky. So and some people liked
0: it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm really. I've only give like one decent example. I think I'm kind of dropping the ball on a, on a landslide victory. I'm letting letting down the patrons. I think mm-hmm. letting them down. Throw out some gems at me. Yeah, maybe chalking the forever man
1: on Sega Genesis could have done a lot better.
0: I'm just trying to look at. It has to be a Nintendo S game that they might have put out I can't just say something like oh you know uh, Rampart would have been better at the Nintendo put it out yeah, any game would have gotten more exposure but some still uh, you know what game might have gotten a lot C-Cobra more Cobra Triangle didn't do it that well even though Nintendo published it what uh, Gimmick oh oh boy if Nintendo had
1: published and Gimmick if
0: Nintendo put out Gimmick you'd still see Gimmick games, games today. today you would now I'm fucking sad
1: who owns a, who I think, owns a... I think that might be the best example. If 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 Nintendo put out Gimmick, my little Gimmick. Had Gimmick Mr. gotten gimmick. a US release and had we known about and been playing Gimmick since we were kids over here, um and it was an I I think that would have
0: You would have Gimmick and fucking Smash. Right. I, I would be playing Gimmick and Smash right now. <laughs> who owns Sunsoft? Who owns the rights to Sunsoft? I think God damn it, if it's if it's Konami as well, I'm going to go nuts.
1: I think Sunsoft is still around in some way shape or form. God,
0: what what's going on? I know I maybe they, they shut down finally. No, they're still around. No, they're still around, yeah. All right, so what's going on at Sunsoft? Where's 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 the Sunsoft collections? Where's the uh, is there a Sunsoft collection? Digital no. collection? Yep. Where's the Spy Hunter and Gimmick uh, pack? But it would be good with uh, Gimmick Oh Euphoria.
1: Got that Euphoria. What what is those.
0: Sunsoft doing? What their properties? I think mobile stuff. Okay. All right. I got to buy the rights to Gimmick and the rights to Bonk. That, that, I got to do it. I'm going to kickstart it. I'm going to kickstart it. I'm going to get the uh, bonk, bonk and Gimmick. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. God, that makes me cry when I was thinking about Gimmick. Gimmick, gimmick would have had a game on the Super Nintendo. He would have been, maybe not N64. He would have been on the Wii. He would have been on the Wii U. Sorry, I ruined it for you. I'll say it right now. Uh, hot take. Gimmick. Uh, Yoshi ain't got shit on Gimmick. He doesn't. They're both green. That's about it.
1: All right. I mean, they're both different. but I'm the same.
0: <laughs> not as good as a mascot. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Gimmick's cute and better. And, and has a cooler power. What's next, Ian? What do we got here? Oh,
1: we got a Q&A.
0: and a time on the CU podcast. Uh, uh, let's do the first one, not the second one. Save the second one. We'll save the sec. Uh, Ian's choice. We want. Yeah, to we'll about? do the first one. All right. This is from at Nitro Banks. Leo, thoughts on Comcast opening up in eSports? Exclusive stadium in South Philly. Wow. Uh, So this would be the first one in the U.S. dedicated to eSports. First stadium built. I think by nature of being the first one... It's Comcast. Spending $50 million. Right. So they have have some investment. The Comcast Spectacore. Comcast can go eat me, by the way. They're the worst cable company ever.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Fusion Arena, it's going to be Fusion Arena. Okay. I... So, it's a 50 million project, 3,500-seat arena, uh, walking distance of the line, Citizens Bank, Wells Fargo Center. So, easily accessible by mass transportation. I think this has the potential to be something, just because, as of right now, it's the only standalone one in the U.S. And, if I'm not mistaken, I thought Philly had a good Overwatch team, but I could be... Uh, The Philadelphia Fusion, they're called. Okay. Um so I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be pretty good. I could see it. I, this is not something that I think can take off cross country, but I think there's in city no, there's
0: not enough for each city to have one.
1: Right, exactly. One. But for a place that's well built, that they could fly to and have championships, they might. You know, this could a be, destination. This could be a destination. Esports destination. Yeah, right. They
0: have they have a in Vegas. They've built not its own structure, but they they have a little arena inside one of the casinos. I forget what it is. Off the top of my head. I talked about it with Kevin Lieber a while back.
1: Oh, Kevin. Uh
0: but they they have it in Vegas, him. but it's not its own structure. That's right. a lot different. Than yeah. saying renting out part of a place.
1: But this, you know, they could use it as a home for tournament finals or something like that. I could see this definitely becoming a destination, a city that has a, you know, a popular team. They could do a lot of filming there. Uh I definitely don't think <laughs> I don't think any country can support many of these, but I do think that there is a potential
0: Couple market there few? for one, two
1: you know, make, put four of them in corners of the U.S. and, I, and I, let those be your main main areas. Your main I, I just
0: think it's interesting that, well, I guess Comcast must have investment in the Overwatch League or some of these teams. I don't know. They must, though, to do this. Oh, they own Fusion. They own the team. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. There it is. Okay, and it's going to cost $50 million. That ain't a lot for an arena. This is a small arena. That's not yeah. a lot of money. It's only $3,500.
1: What? Three million. Or 3,500. <laughs> 5, 3, 3,500 seats. Yes, that's so that's a huge. small
0: ass arena. This is the only thing you could do for this. You can't have a basketball team, G League set up here. G League, we can maybe get some G League ball going. set it, it up over there. there. Maybe make a small small boxing fight. Yeah, <laughs> underground. Yeah, that's fine. Well, usually they're kind of they're that small. But I do think
1: I, I mean,
0: uh, like, I just think it's funny because uh, I actually watched Overwatch League the past weekend on Saturday. and Sunday. Yeah, that's why I brought it up, and you actually kind of enjoyed it. I I somewhat enjoyed it. I could kind of almost know what was happening because. The the thing about uh, um, uh, like a moba, I can't see what's go- I just couldn't see what's going on overhead. I just can't. Sure. They have like an uh, well, of course, on Unreal Tournament can't know that. In Overwatch League, they have like a assault type level where you have an objective, like push the tank or whatever to the objective. Yeah. So you can follow it, and the team mostly stays together. Yeah. So it's not like watching. uh I tried watching like you know Call of Duty, not Call of Duty. Fucking, what the hell is it called? Not Call of Duty. What's what's the original uh, realistic shooting fucking game? God, Rainbow I, Six. No, not Rainbow Six. The offshoot. The offshoot one. I've tried watching. God, I can't. I'm so agitated. Oh, I can't think of anything anymore. Uh, Counter Strike. Counter Strike. I've tried watching Counter Strike uh, esports. You can't follow it because everyone's splintered off for the most part, and you're watching one person shoot. It looks like trash on TV. With Overwatch. They do switch to individuals, but most of the action is happening as a group. You can follow kind of what's happening, even though it's so fast and there's so many different characters, different powers. Um, you can sort of say, okay, here's like the tank guys, here the individual guys. They're they're helping their teammates. They're you can see like um, the maps are, are very they're structured. The maps are structured uh, for st- strategery where it's like okay, there's choke points and there's high and low points, so you can kind of follow the action. Especially when they pull out and have like the the spectator camera. Yeah. So uh, it was interesting. Now, could I say I knew exactly what was going on? No, I couldn't. And and the commentators, but still, you could
1: probably pick it up if you watched it a
0: little. The bit. The commentators less. had to do a better job explaining still what the different powers were and what the different like specials the alts were and stuff and what each
1: character. Can yeah, do like I with. can
0: follow the alts on the individual screens, but like, okay, what, what what the gravity power that like pulled everything in? How often do you get that? Who's who's using it?
1: Zarya, and all those are built up over time
0: yeah like that there wasn't a good job explaining like when they were going to happen what was a good spot for doing it that stuff but I could follow it which is good like that means there's potential yeah if I could follow it not having any experience with Overwatch I also though watched the Madden uh, League like the finals of that and it was uh, Philadelphia versus the Giants but they draft them they draft the players from like constructed players and custom guys and from Legends but it's a uh, four-five minute uh, quarters. There's only like three possessions per team. Uh, it's pretty much you got to score almost every possession or stop the person. It was interesting. You don't punt uh, the ball oh, really? really because, like, if you punt, you're basically giving the other team a chance to score. Like, you there's there's so limited amount of possessions per team that you really have to go for it in four down. I saw one punt in the game only.
1: You're only allowed a certain number of possessions.
0: No, no being, it's only five minute quarters
1: oh gotcha gotcha sure got it
0: so that yeah. that clay clock runs down no, I understand. I mean, so that's yes, like I 10, it's only like 10 plays a quarter potentially right. you know it's not that much or maybe 12 or 15 if but it's not it's not like a traditional game but um it was interesting to watch obviously you can follow a football game so that was interesting and the commentators did a good job explaining some of the plays there's a lot of audibles in that but here's the thing is that I still think that esports is going to grow a little bit it's not going to be like other parts of the world but it's still gonna, it's gonna grow I don't think they're going to catch fire as much as other parts of the of the country, I shouldn't. Well, I just don't.
1: We'll see. I don't think it's going to get that big. I think part of the problem. I mean, one of the problems is America's big. United States is big. It's a lot tu- of different it's, geographic. It's tough to get stuff like that. I would think up off the ground when everyone's so far apart.
0: You need a team in every region, so it's like traditional sports leagues start with like eight teams, six teams, right. ten teams. Like MLS still has what only ten teams only, and they haven't expanded that much. Is it even t- 12 teams? But um, you have to have different regions. Like, it took a while for the NHL to, to build up across the U.S., and some people think it's overexpanded still. You know, basketball isn't everywhere in the U.S., and that's the, the you know, large... It's, it's a sport on the rise the most. So, unless you have a reason to have a local team to follow, it might be tough. Like, when I'm watching these, I'm like, well, if there was a San Diego team, I guess I'd root for them, but what's the point of having a... You know these teams in these locations. Obviously, these people are based there, but I don't see the need to follow the local teams. That makes sense. So this is a whole different dynamic than 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 like when you have a local sports team, they have to play locally. When you have these teams, they don't they can play wherever the tournament is. So they're not they're not going to have home games, so to speak. A San Diego team's not going to have a home esports game, right? So it's a different dynamic. But it's interesting. I like the Overwatch. I like the team stuff. Overwatch is fun. I, I like the idea of it. I gotta play it at some point. Overwatch is nice too because
1: it's also fucking bright and colorful, and it's it's not, it's
0: not Zach's not a grim dark yeah, shooter. It's, it's
1: not super
0: dingy. You know, you know it's bright a little bit. Unreal Tournament. It's gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they were but I'm not, I'm not gonna say it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you want to talk about the last topic? Now we're good. yeah I'm good. All right, we're good. Uh, this was a, this was a this was a very. You think I was agitated throughout most of this podcast? You were a you jumpy, were a little jumpy, a little spunky. A little spunky, more was, than usual. A little spunky. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like the. I'm feeling the neur- neurons firing a bit more right now. Yeah. I, I feel very inspired by 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 stuff going on. I won't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, what, we have anything coming up? No, we don't. We don't have any appearances coming up. You I'm can, happy about that this year? Less appearances. Well, well, we we, we might be going to two and back to back. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. a oh, one, ba- no, one back back for me, and one for you. Yeah, okay, yeah. we'll see about that later in the year. This is the this is a this is not a. Uh, what am I doing here? A little insect finger motion. Um, oh, you can you can still preorder a certain Super Nintendo guidebook at SNES dot com. On finishing up the third print version of a certain NES guidebook, sixty reviews rewritten. Ian helped out. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get some pat cash for the help there. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you are like oh yeah, it wasn't just a favor. Uh, I, I should have said that. <laughs> Um, kind of forgot about that. Yeah, it's paid. <clears throat> that's, um, so uh, that's gonna come out. Well, there's there's NES guidebooks left, but to those listeners, the new version's gonna be better, so you can wait. Let the other rubes on Amazon buy the buy, buy the second print. You want the new improved one. You definitely <laughs> want to
1: read my Blue Marlin and Black Bass reviews.
0: Ian did justice. That I want to play Blue Marlin now. Like that. It's a fucking good game. You give it four and a half stars, Ian. I don't want to hear it again that you might be over, past overrating games. That's but if you want, what else can you get out of your fishing game on the NES, though? Right? That's about that's about as good as it gets. There's different locations, there's tournaments, right? There's things it's, like that. It's it's yeah yeah like so
1: in 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 black bass, and obviously there are different types of fishing, but in black bass you had one lake
0: and you cast a, out.
1: A, a, each tournament had one lake, sure. and you could pick your spot on the lake. In blue marlin. You get, like, a location, like, the coast of Miami, the coast of Florida. Or Hawaii or something. And it starts you off by the beach, and you can drive around. There are, like, bigger areas, but there's also two other locations to each main location you can pick within. So, overall, I think there's, like, nine different locations to sw- uh, fish. And
0: you sail around until you get a bite right? Then Basically,
1: you, you drag yeah. the line behind you. And the game's clever, like, uh, like when you see seagulls flying around, if you troll behind the seagulls like marlin will appear wow and stuff like some that some detail
0: yeah the game the game's got and it's the the dynamic of actually reeling the fish was fun too oh yeah it is it is Once strength, you you a strength it, meter
1: yeah you kind of hold that so basically like the best way to do it is to tire the fish out so you hold down B to reel them in or A and then you press you do like a pumping motion you press down and your fisherman leans back, and then your reeling gets really fast for a while after that. And you can shake the fish so, around. And so it's timing and
0: knowing when to let go a little bit. Yeah, exactly. To the line isn't snap. So, it so it's, it's like real fishing, which it, I can't stand, but this sounds fun.
1: No, I can't stand real fishing either, but fishing games...
0: real fishing? R-E-E-L. R-E-E-L. Yeah. yeah. This concludes our NES review podcast. We'll start. Yeah. We're, we're going to give Retronauts a run for their money. <laughs> we'll just re- start reviewing fishing games. There. <laughs> there. All right. So, uh be on the lookout for that and of course the Super Nintendo book I'm going to dive head first and work on that later in the week and I mean it's mostly it's 99% written it's just compiling the book at that point so alright that's Ian Ferguson that's me I'm Pat country that's him thanks to Analog for getting us a review copy of the Mega SJE and around with that.
1: looking forward to that alright we'll see you next time
0: thank you bye bye